Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I'm Brian here in North Texas, and I'm joined today by my good boy Frank down in Austin. Hi, Brian. If you hear anything in the background, it's, uh, you know, my dog Laika's drinking water and I'm sitting in the kitchen, so. She's just making sure everyone knows she's getting a drink. Yeah, I've been meaning to fix that tag for so long, and every time it does it, I go, damn it, you need to fix the damn tag every <laughs> single fucking time. But yeah, I'd, like I just want to put, I don't know, some electrical tape around it or something. Well, they sell those uh, uh, like bumpers that go around the outside of dog tags to keep that's them from yeah. each other. The only problem, so those, <clears throat> my other dog, Leo, likes to chew those off of the other dog's tags. Your, yeah, your dog Leo's a freak. Take a minute and, and digest what I just said there. Yeah, he's he's pretty nuts. He a freak. Uh, good dude, but it's a little little on the uh, unbalanced side. Mm. Well, so Frank, uh, I notice you're in Christmas pajamas, and it is January 9th. Brian, uh, let's be very very truthful about this. I am also in Christmas uh, pajamas that I got. This this you Christmas, so full of shit. No, I'm dead serious. You're in Christmas presents. I got, I got a. Pack oh, you're in Christmas pajamas. No, they're just Christmas presents that I got as pajamas. A couple black V-necks okay. and some and some uh, 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 <laughs> fleece jogger uh, <laughs> pants. Which I knew you were so full of shit, right? <laughs> just that. No, I am seriously. <laughs> No, they're not pajamas. Okay, yeah, they are. that's not they're a pajama. No, they that are. Is, look, that... look. I'm standing look. up. They have a fly. Like a, an adult have... male summer tracksuit. They have a fly. Okay, stop showing me your fucking. I'm showing crotch. you the fly. Sit back down. Sit I'm down. Showing you, it's this got a fly. Too much. It's a. This it's is a too much. Pajama. That is, that is the that is the chair your daughter got nursed in, Brian. What are you doing? Yeah, we were getting rid of it, and I... Do you not remember when I started this podcast and what my office chair was? I'll fill you in if you forgot and if the listeners don't know. I took an old cushion from a kitchen chair, and uh, I tied it to the bottom of a keg, a half-barrel keg. That's true. I I don't know how your your lumbar survived those first hundred episodes. It was just a lot of beer. And then anyway, we were getting rid of this chair, and I was like, hey... I got a use for that, so I just yep. brought it in here. It needs a little WD forty. It's a little squeaky, a little squeaky. squeaky. It, well, I mean, but those chairs. What do you? What do you? Where are you going to WD forty? It's all fucking cloth. No, there's a glider at the bottom. It's the glide function that squeaks. Yeah, in. but are you sure? Does it glide under the chair or yeah, in the chair? Under the chair. Yeah, I've been, I've been through it, Frank. This is not my Brian, first rodeo. Let me tell you something before you tell this cast what you're drinking, because that's going to be anticlimactic since I'm drinking nothing. Oh, Jesus um, Christ! Okay. Have you ever attempted to fix an appliance, Brian? Oh, yeah. Good. So 99% of appliances nowadays are, I, I won't say, they're not impossible to fix. They're difficult, but they're not impossible. If you kind of can 
look at at diagrams and some some of them will give you the circuit board specs if not you might as well just buy a new circuit board but most most of them can be fixed if you kind of know what to look for and if it's too much like if if the circuit board's like half the price of the fucking unit just buy a new unit yeah. you know um but i happen to have two major three major appliances actually in this house that have broken over the past year in like 2019 I'm I'm like making it a fucking resolution to not have a single fucking thing break because <laughs> they all have stupid shit go wrong with them. So my wine fridge, right? So the wine fridge broke and the the thing that was broken, so do you know do you know what a Palantir um uh I don't think it's a receiver. It's like a pal it's it's called a Palantir um give me just a second. Pa- Palantir it's just called a Palantir. Okay. No idea. Anyway, wh- that's broken Anyways, on your so, wine so fridge? It's, it's a ceramic heat exchanger, okay? Okay. Um, so the uh, heat exchanger is the cheapest thing on the entire fucking unit to fix, okay? Okay. It costs all of $2. Um. The problem with it is, is you need to take the unit apart and get literally as close to the fucking fan, which is the furthest back part of this whole contraption, um, as possible. And it's it's like the, the actual fucking heat sink is in some styrofoam as to keep it super cold, right? Yeah. So I replaced this thing with my dad, and you feel really good about it after it works, right? As that thing runs... The fucking speaker on the sound bar goes out, right? Uh, the, okay. the 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 firstness of these world problems that you have. Okay, I get no, my no, wine no. fridge fixed, and then the goddamn sound bar goes out. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, absolutely not. I could not. I was like fucking bad things coming three, right? No. Especially when it comes to appliances. So there goes the sound bar, and it's it's like whenever, and it's the worst part, like. So, you know, sometimes you can get something that a speaker blows, but if the range goes too high, then it's it shows. Otherwise, it, it sounds fine. Right. Um, this was like Jim would be speaking on the office and it would go <laughs> like, <laughs> so you couldn't use the fucking thing. And it sat there as a wall ornament for a good eight months. Did you try to turn it off and turn it back on? Well, I did a couple times, okay. and I, I looked online, and everybody was like, yeah, you might as well trash it, and I was like, no, the thing was not cheap. I'm going to try to fix it, but I just need, you know, I need to to work up, and you know, my checklist for stuff like this, it, 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 it might take a year, mm-hmm. so... You got the lawn finally, to aerate, you got the, the Christmas lights you got to put up and go to the hospital for. The exactly. Yeah. The, things that I know I can do, yeah. okay? <laughs> so, so... I uh, I didn't want to be defeated by a fucking Korean made soundbar, so or got, a Japanese made soundbar. It got weird there when you dropped in the na- nationality of it, but that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. So I sat there and I don't know. It was maybe two weeks ago. My uh, stepfather in law came into town and he's like, "Do you ever use the soundbar?" And I told him the story, and he goes, "Oh, okay. Well, let's try to take it apart and take a look." Now he's a lot more savvy. So I was like, 
this is the perfect opportunity. I will get this done. This is going straight to the top of the checklist. We're this getting- is great. I was, yeah, I was like, okay, we can do this. So I, uh, <laughs> we start taking the soundbar apart. And one thing they don't tell you about speakers is the sheer amount of fucking screws mm-hmm. uh, because nothing can rattle. It's, it's mental. I think this thing had, I probably took a thousand screws out of it. Uh, might be exaggerating by I don't know a couple tenfold, hundred, but yeah. a shit ton of of screws came out of this thing, and to add to it, like the screws, they're all the same size but slightly different. So, so some of them are machine screws, others are self drilling, others are screws with pre um, preset depth and and uh, like fake. You know the ones that have the fake washers. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the other. So there's three kinds of screws. And then of the machine screws, there are two kinds, one of which clearly goes close to the electronics and is um, non-conductive, Shielded. and the other ones are all coded. Right. Right? Okay. So non-conductive screws, fine. I take pictures. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we take this thing apart. Um, I figure out what parts I need to order. Um, and I go, okay, let's put it back together. We put it back together. The parts finally come in and Francois or Frank comes home the other day <laughs> Nice. and he goes, he goes, <clears throat> um, I got about two hours. I don't think, I mean, I see the units, the two speakers, I go 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm 30 minutes in and I've not even gotten to the speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken apart the exact unit the way we had it. And I got to the point where the speaker needs to come apart. And if it wasn't my speaker, I would have thrown this thing off the goddamn 35 interchange. <laughs> it, it was like a jigsaw puzzle. First, you need to take the circuit board out. Then you need to put this fucking wire over here and that fucking wire over there. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, took two and a half hours. Thing got back. Works. Oh. Actually works wonderfully well. Speaker works, all of $110 to fix the whole soundbar. Wow. Loaded the new operating system to the soundbar. It now does Spotify, which I had no idea it could do. <laughs> um, yeah, it has, like, I finally know all the features because I'm like, maybe I should learn what this thing can do now that I fixed it, you know? Yeah. Um, take some pride so that in your work. That was pretty great. That's funny. What? Said so take some pride in your work now. Yeah. That's so, good. Yeah, yeah. I built the whole thing. Uh, so. Okay, so we're 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 bat we're batting a thousand right now, right? Uh-huh. One more challenge coming up here. Please Got a goddamn one. Samsung washing machine. Ooh. That Ooh. is it's been out for three months. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, no. <laughs> Diagnosis, uh cockroaches and circuit board, as said by the Samsung technician. <laughs> Motherfucker was gonna charge me six hundred dollars to come fix the circuit board. The whole unit costs eight hundred and fifty dollars. Uh-huh. So I told him in the nicest Korean as I could to go fuck himself. I don't think he was Korean. Um, because he did not. No, no, Brian. Oh. This man spoke no English. Oh. It was the weirdest <laughs> fucking visit I've ever had in my life. He comes in and he's like, oh, washa. Nope. Washa. Nope. I'm going to stop you exactly right there. Exactly like right. that. No, Let's no, just... no. I'm not. This is what he did. <laughs> It's no different than a British guy showing up mm, with an accent. There's little no difference. difference. Little difference. No, there's no difference. Absolutely. It's the way no, you I'm were holding fun of him. It was the way he you were holding what the fuck your he face. Was doing. It's not. Okay, it's not. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. It's not. The guy showed up. 
he knew what he was doing. He just could not communicate. So okay. like he's looking at the circuit board and he, he knows the parts in English, but he knows nothing else. So he like shows me a circuit board and then shows me the cockroach poop and then shows me the circuit board and and I'm like, oh, like roaches, that's what caused. And then he like shakes his head. So, okay, the circuit board's out. I'm not going to try to fix it, whatever. Um, I know there is a chance, there is a tiny chance that I could have taken that circuit board and and soaked it and like they sell the solution to clean them. Yeah. And um, that could have worked. There is a tiny chance that could have worked. The circuit board was $100. So I figured, okay, if I need one, mm -hmm. I have it. Mm -hmm. takes, takes three to five weeks to come in, okay? So uh -huh. we've got about two weeks left on this timetable. Should be coming in soon. You better start uh, I will report now. Back if we can bat a thousand on fixing appliances uh -uh. in this house, you need to start right now taking the washing machine apart to get to the circuit board because <laughs> it's going to take you at least two, no, three no, to five it's weeks at least to get to it. Right underneath, there's one more thing to fix here, Brian, in this house. Okay, <clears throat> there's a heat sensor in this fucking commercial uh, dryer that we've got. Uh huh. That if the dryer is a little bit too full, the heat sensor will overheat. And it will tell you that the dryer overheated, but it's not true, okay? <laughs> it's like a common thing with, it's like where they place the heat sensor. So Question. they sell a new one that you need to replace. Uh -huh. um, I don't, yeah, that's a task that, I mean, if I bet, if I bet a thousand, I might try it. Frank, is, is your dryer a Samsung as well? Brian, I'm not bringing the man out. Okay. And also, <laughs> yeah, he comes back out here. Unless the fucking dryer comes with a translator. I'm not bringing him out. Fucking... So it is a can Samsung. Can you talk out of the washer so I can understand what you're saying? So the, the dryer's a Samsung. What is... I hear this is all part of Samsung's great customer service. You guys have translators in every appliance. We just don't know where they're at. Uh, yeah, they're not here. That's where they are. They're not here. Um, is yeah. your soundbar a Samsung or an LG? Nope, Sony. Okay, so Troy can his dick can get unhard now. He just loves to throw some hate on some Samsung. So we'll. Oh, he does. Uh, do we, you remember last night when he yelled at me for having a Samsung phone? Oh, I didn't. I I really didn't it was know. A couple uh, nights ago, it was when he he was he no, was but just I, torqued off. I didn't know Troy. I didn't know Troy was so passionate about consumer uh, consumer electronics. If there's one thing he is besides completely accurate in everything that he says, it's his passion for consumer okay. for CE. Um, yeah, let's not uh, let's not make his head any bigger than it already is. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, why are you not drinking anything tonight? Are you still are you are you acting like this is still sober January for you? Dry, it it is still wearing. sober January. There was a bit of a hiccup here. When you go visit people over the age of 80, and all they do is a whole lot of nothing, <laughs> a lot of complaining. Uh, one, of, one of them had every right to complain, so no doubt. But um, They were living with the other one? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, we'll leave it there. Um, it. it was definitely a moment where I was like, where's the cab? So I had some wine this weekend. Uh, but other than that, no, it's it's still it's still uh, full throated. It's it actually it's getting to the part where it's not even an issue. Yeah, um, I've heard that's a thing. So yeah, so it's not. I'm not hugely worried about it. I was actually more focused on uh, getting getting some good uh, stuff done at Orange Theory. 
these past couple weeks. So neat. That has helped. Neat. Yeah. Um, I did my dry week, my quarterly reset. Mm-hmm. I was remember I was gonna be like, I was gonna do two weeks, and then yeah. uh, then I didn't because I started work back, and I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I do this? Why was this dry week? Was why wasn't Christmas dry week? Oh, well, but then you have yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I had to go visit family, like in eight different places, so yeah, no dry week needed to happen first week of January. It's fine. It's fine. It's over. It's done with. We're good. I uh, I finished a bottle of Evan Williams last night. That was my welcome back. I had like maybe two drinks left in the Evan Williams bottle, but it looked badass. Oh, okay, you. Yeah, it sounded horrible. Yeah, it sounded like I just like just downed a bottle I of Evan Williams on a bottle on on a Tuesday <laughs> yeah. night. It's <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, last night was a seven fifty night for me. If yeah. you know what I mean. Crushed it. Oh, you went to fucking Whataburger and got yourself a Whataburger Junior meal? No. No, no, it's no, no. Only. No, I killed 750 it. milliliters of Evan Williams. Honor proof. No, I, uh, tonight's my, actually my first beer. So, first beer of 2019. What, what? What did you make your first beer of 2019? I made that Decadent Ales Tropical Smoothie. So, Decadent Ales is out of Boston, Boston Mass. They uh, they have these cool ass little labels look fun and exciting. Huh? Let me turn mm, the light on. Yeah, that was really I could hardly see. I know. I, that's why I turned the light. Oh, on that's right. cool. It's got little characters on there, and they're doing some fun, I silly think, shit. I think I've actually had that beer. Uh, they're fantastic. They, I had one of their beers right before New Year's. It was like a blueberry smoothie or something like that. Anyway, they do some fun, funky shit. Um. They're, the beer that I'm drinking tonight is really chunky. I, I'm just going to say it's got a lot of sediment in it. That's a little mm. concerning. Um, I'm going to become regular. It's my acidophilus supplement, and I'll be fine. I'll be. Yeah, I mean, don't follow that up with a uh, magnesium salt bath. And uh, two magnesium wear pills. diapers tomorrow. Two magnesium pills and then shit through my pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's going on, Brian? I, I just have to go home early. <laughs> I, I, and you're going to need to burn my office chair. Just <laughs> yeah, can you please it. stop asking this question? It's making this more awkward than it already is. Uh, yeah, 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 that, that, that'll do it. Um, Frank, <clears throat> there's a couple things I want to discuss tonight. Okay. Um, some very serious, serious things that are going on. Um, one of them happening in my hometown of Purcell, Oklahoma. Oh, my God. I went... And uh, I don't know why I looked this up, but I was sitting in traffic and not going anywhere. What? <sighs> Who would have thought? Isn't that, I mean, that's just living in Dallas, right? It's, yeah, I was in my... Oh, yeah. Slowly going nowhere. Slow, so I was trickling home at the mm-hmm. speed of molasses going home. And uh, I pulled out my phone and I was like, you know what? How many people live in good old Purcell, Oklahoma now? Because when I grew up there, it was like 4,000 people, 5,000 people. And I got to tell you, I don't know how many people live there now because I was thrown off by the uh, the uh, uh, what's coming up in Purcell, Oklahoma part that Google uh, threw at me. They're like, uh, upcoming events happening in Purcell, Oklahoma. And it was like Zumba night at the multipurpose center. I was like, that's cool. They got some like, you know, fun, healthy a- activities and shit for people. And Frank is leaving. I really need your reaction for this part. You're Give fine. me just one second. Sorry, the dog is crying. Christ on a pony. It's the... Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, you know what? No, we're good. We're good. I'm listening. Okay. 
Sorry. No, it, it sometimes means he wants to go out, and that's a disaster if you don't. Right. He just poops and pisses. Sorry. Anyway, that's, so yeah. I look down below the old Zumba class, and I realize there's something called Hog Wild, H-O-G-G-W-I-L-D. And I'm like, well, that's kind of rude uh, to get offer maybe like a, a, a plus size. Is that a gathering of the overweight swingers? Right. That's what I was like. It's, it's a little <laughs> rude. Um, that's a little rude. <laughs> but then I, I, I was like, oh, it's got a website. Let's go to this website and see what's going on. Frank, they offer weekly wild hog hunts outside of my hometown in Purcell, Oklahoma. Actually, that's cool. Mm, is it? Because let's travel to <laughs> this hog wild ranch outside of Purcell, Oklahoma. Um, let's see. They uh, their website hogwildok.com. Uh, okay. It's just I'm going to share my screen with you real quick so you get to experience this and and folks at home uh, feel free to travel to the old uh, hog wild. Okay, it's going to be great. So here's oh what God, here's yes. what you see. It's just Front. a bunch bunch of dudes. Oh hell, hold on. I threw the. I forgot that I have a new second screen, and it really... Microsoft front page. Uh Uh-huh. It's good stuff, man. Um, Jared Kushner, or uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr., is on the front page, basically, with a a dead hog Mm -hmm. in front of him. My favorite... Oh, it's not coming up. The the framing on all these are just great. Uh, Are these all Indian hogs, too? Yeah, Indian... Or, sorry, Russian boars? I don't know what the fuck they are, but... They're uh, they're they're horrible, and you know, you get ready to hunt. You can go on a mo- it's a Monday night or Tuesday night hog hunt every week, and this is what I was this is what I was more concerned with. The f- first photo that shows up is just a bunch of kids holding up a goat, a fucking oh. <laughs> like it's like book a hog hunt, and it's children holding up a goat, a fucking goat. Like, I don't. I'm shocked by this. Well, don't be, because we can go every Monday, Tuesday. They have a Monday, Tuesday hog hunt. And for a nominal fee, we can do this as a team-building exercise. So can you imagine getting everybody in the office together to go for a hog hunt? That would be a real team-building. I'm wondering for, like, okay, a single hunt costs you $450? I do, I guess, man. I don't know. Fuck, you get to keep the pig, too. Hell. Well, that is delicious meat. So yeah, shit, yeah. I'm if they're if they're processing that it, that's actually probably not a bad not a bad price. Not bad, not bad. But here's the deal. Oh, that's crazy. Apparently, though. to do this hog that. hunt, you have to be a child or in a wheelchair, and you also mm-hmm. uh, you're hunting hog and just killing whatever the fuck is out there on this on this person's property. Because out of the four pictures, two hogs and three goats. So or rams, whatever you want He's to also, call like, it. He lets people hunt the uh those uh what are those things? The ram bucks or whatever those things are called. Yeah. Yeah. Ram sheep. Yeah, sure. That's the, that's what I was getting at. This place is hog wild and you just go hunt whatever the fuck you want. This that's is great. Crazy. Every Tuesday night we're just gonna go shoot some shit at a hog wild. Well, Brian, I will tell you that the most shocking part about that is Okay, a couple things when it comes to hunting hogs. Too many people don't know about how good, sorry, boar. Too many people don't know how good boar meat is. It's really Um, good. If you ever shoot or have access to someone who shoots a boar and they put 
or you put tannerite in it and blow it up, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, you just blew up <laughs> literally a year's supply worth of pork for no reason. They do that for the really uh, aggressive boar uh, that they'll find mm. in packs, and they want to get rid of large numbers at one time. They'll they'll hit them with tannerite. It no, is so this is cool. people after they shoot the fucking thing. They'll oh, well, that's load just the pig up. Dumb is what that is. Yeah, it's so stupid. So, okay. And people who hunt will know who these people are. So that's stupid. Second thing, um, boar hunting, pretty dangerous if you don't kill them. So be careful. Well, that's um, why they go out in wheelchairs. So the boar know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, take right. it easy you on them. Break. Let's go after the other guys, though, huh? So, so yeah, pretty dangerous if you're if you're not good at it, um, and you probably need to do a couple of um, shots to kill them because they also have really thick, thick skin. So they call me yeah, one. Sometimes they, they call me one uh, shot, Brian. I'll fuck kill the shit out of anything one shot. Right. Sometimes they go crazy and you you still don't kill them. What I do is um, I sneak up behind them and I say, "Here, piggy, piggy, piggy," and then I <laughs> pull my pistola right behind his ear and I say. Oh. Night and night, motherfucker. And then I pull the trigger. You weren't expecting me, were you? Yeah. Um, and then I say, oh, shit, throw some bacon on him. And then I shoot him in the back of the head. Joe Bro style. <laughs> God damn it. I'm a full uh, 10 out of 10 on, on boar meat. Absolutely. Okay. If, if we could, similar to the, the lionfish that they did in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. if we could find a restaurant to make boar meat like a delicacy, uh, we wouldn't have enough boar running around. So what you're yeah. saying is we need to get together, no beer left behind, uh, Tuesday night hunt, and then go take us down to no beer left behind. No boar left behind. That's what we're going to No boar left behind. That's a new cast. Oh, yeah. It's our it's our really uninformed hunting cast. I like it. Yeah, what are you going to shoot them with? I don't know. A fifty cal? I don't know. Let's turn a fifty cal or a thirty odd six. <laughs> you got to go. Where you go? Pigeon hunting? Yeah, no, I'm a really good shot. <laughs> We're going to turn into a red fucking mist, <laughs> just <laughs> through and through, cauterize the wound. He just keeps walking. He just keeps walking with a uh, you know a baseball sized hole in his back. It is fine. I got him. Got him, got him. Yeah, so I, I, I'll be honest. <clears throat> um, that's what I know about boar hunting. What's our next thing, Brian? Next thing I was going to bring up. One, I was just amazed that a population led to fuck. They're letting children shoot pigs. That's great. Um, but two, uh, also in Oklahoma, there was I, a- I can't say much about that. We hunted deer when we were like five. So. Yeah, it's a little different though when you just got you go go on a pig hunt on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> this is okay. That is true. That's true, and it's not part of the like. Yeah, maybe weird. it is part of Oklahoma culture to an extent. Sure, shooting shit. Yeah, mostly are like driving from Edmond, <laughs> go, going to a fucking farm where these hogs are in what essentially is a pen. No, these fuckers are probably where it's located is real real backwoodsy. Oklahoma. Do you think you think this man's walking the woods, walking trails with these people? Oh no, you're taking a UTV out there with fucking lo- loaded to the tits with. You have a mobile armory on the back of a Polaris, 
and you're rolling I almost, out there. I, I can almost guarantee you they had been putting bait out for these hogs oh. for fucking two weeks. Oh yeah, you're you're more you're just as likely to shoot someone in your party trying to kill a boar as you are to kill a boar. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> speaking about shooting someone, I only want to see Vice for the scene where he shoots his friend. <laughs> <laughs> And then he makes his friend apologize <laughs> for stepping in front. <laughs> yeah, like what? Hey, listen. If there's oh, one, God. if there's one asshole of a generation, that asshole oh. is Dick Cheney. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. I mean, between him and Trump, they take the cake for Cheney. Doesn't have year. a heartbeat. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's insanity. Not, I mean, he the man. Yeah, the oh. damage that they they have imposed on us. Un, unbeknownst to us. <laughs> well, it's amazing that you brought that up because um, my next topic was actually involves the man in orange. <sighs> yeah, see what I did there? It was real subtle. You didn't see it coming. Um, um, cool. Don't know. Stuck in a I fucking <laughs> I, goddamn Twitter logged me out that time that you got uh, banned from Twitter. I or changed the password. One of the two. I don't fucking remember, but I can't log in on my phone so or on my computer. So oh, but you still have the login on your phone? Yeah, I do. So I was pulling up the tweet to make sure I got it correct. So Prairie Artisanales, those little guys, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but <clears throat> they kind of made some waves this week in the old Twitter world and uh, media world in general with their little tweet that they sent to at Real Donald Trump. We're, we're an American-owned company, and we want to distribute new beer, but the shutdown includes alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau. So we currently can't move forward. Please help. The people want beer. Hashtag beer 2020. Okay? Now, that is it's true. It's accurate. So breweries cannot submit new label, uh, new, new beer labels for uh, TTB approval during a shutdown. So they cannot legally license and produce any new beer with the government shutdown. And TTB approval is already a pain in the ass. Breweries have to send stuff like... I don't know, six weeks in advance. Yep. Usually before a product is even made. They don't do, wait, the TTB does not do online label approval? They do, but you there's still a waiting list uh, for your wow. your label approval, and the waiting list only backs up during a shutdown because nothing's being done. Yeah. So they brought that up, and other brewers uh, stepped in saying, yeah, same here, same here, same here. And then you have some other people going, oh, heaven forbid you have to drink the same beer twice, assholes. No, but they rely on their product being uh, fresh. Especially, well, and new product, especially. Especially yeah. this time of year in the seasonal, uh, what we call a seasonal transition time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but here's here's the part that gets me. And I, um, I had to kind of chime in. And I got no love over on the, on the Twitter tweets <laughs> for this. I didn't get banned. Didn't call anyone a racist fucker. But... Um, the first two responses were you're taking a position when you only direct, like ugh. you're taking a position when you only direct this at the president. Why not direct it at the house as well? And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, huh. Okay. So Prairie did the right thing. And they just said at speaker Pelosi help the, pre <laughs> the president took responsibility for the shutdown. So that's why I directed it at him, but by all means house. Okay. And they got some real, real other brewery love. Uh, the next two tweets, uh, Prairie already has enough beer approved, has, wow, Prairie already has approved 
enough beers to stay in business for even a decade shut down. What the hell? The craft beer market is oversaturated as it is. Focus on improving the quality of your current products and tracking your sales so that your beers don't sit unsold on shelves as they do now. And that was from Barry L. Martin. So I responded, hey, Care Bear, uh, where are you shopping? Got to grab some discounted Prairie Brews. <laughs> also, what the fuck, what, what quality issues are you talking about? I say that because I had some quality issues with Prairie as well, but I didn't want to bring that up here. Really wanted to be pro-Prairie. Um, <laughs> no, but the purpose of that whole post is not to bash Prairie. Yeah, like, which is what he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why he did it either. It was ridiculous. Uh, then someone else says, make sure to include Democratic leadership. Uh, uh-huh. That's perfect. That's, that's exactly what we what we need right now. So, uh, so okay. So, Prairie started a political debate on their tweet. On their tweets, and then ended up on MSNBC the very next day. <laughs> oh, God damn it. And to the point where even Stephen Colbert did an entire bit on his uh, show last night on January the 8th. About mm-hmm. use, basically using beer labels to describe the government shutdown. It was cheesy, yeah. yes, but it was still funny. It ended in Mueller time, so that's good. So That's unreal. Yeah. I thought that was... I mean, people started in with a Kavanaugh gifts, too. They were... Cavi needs his beers. <laughs> like, it's just a gif of him yelling about beer and his confirmation hearing. <laughs> Someone even said, like, they got real, real torqued off. So I had to hit him with the old uh, SpongeBob meme, uh-huh. where he's like, meh, 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 meh. anyway, I hit that. That got no love. Matter of fact, I think, uh, I think that that uh, that really could have gone poorly <laughs> had it gotten more traction, because <laughs> it was not a not a kind tweet. Anyway, uh, I didn't know if you had seen that or heard anything about that. It was uh, it's kind of a big deal right now. So I I had no idea. Well, yeah, I mean. The government shutdown is something that I have not been, like, it frustrates me. Yeah. So I have stayed away. Um, it's the most disingenuous bout of negotiation I've ever seen in my life. Um, so in saying that, though, I did hear about the beer label thing. I did not know that uh, Prairie was the one that started it. I mean, there was a ton of a ton of breweries have been bringing it up. Because it really does affect their shit and like how no. they get new beers. No, put I, out. I was listening to to uh, BBC because that's what I listened to to fall asleep, and they had the marketing guy I want to say from Boulevard on talking about beer label approval. Uh, yeah, um, that sounds right. He's pretty so, vocal. Yeah, Jeremy. So, anyways, Dinger, I think. it's yeah, it's a big deal. And listen, the shutdown is that one of the least important bits of it? Absolutely, it's Not very for important cast. for those companies. But it's it, yeah, but I mean, in the scope of things, right? Like it, it, they'll be okay. Um, it's it's the so. Just correct me if I'm wrong. The TTB approval that's only if you're going interstate, right? No, that's the. Like to produce a packaged product, or even I, I think TTB is is packaged or draft product. Okay, it has to have TTB approval, meaning it can't like. And they don't allow online. Oh, sorry, I, you said they I, do. They, allow. they might, but the issue is there's okay. nothing like there's so no many labels that get thrown in, and when they're shut down, nobody's looking at it. Yeah, so yeah, uh, 
Yeah, no, it's well. Uh, that's I mean, that's fr- that's frustrating. That's ridiculous. I honestly like the fact that we still have humans review that stuff to start with. This ridiculous. It's beyond me. Like, how many package labels nowadays don't market to kids? Um, look at any cartoon drawn on a fucking beer, and tell me that is not the equivalent of drawing Joe Camel on the side of it. We've lost this battle. It's really like quite stupid to have this entire department there just doing this. They also um, they also make sure that uh, any labels that say they have fruit on them have fruit in the actual grist bill. It's a whole fucking thing. It's not just uh, cartoon approval. It's also uh, inappropriate language approval. Oh, um, yeah, God some, forbid you go to a liquor store and see the word fuck. Oh, fuck is never going to get approved, but I'm talking like even innuendo. Like they started uh, weighing in on in, on some things. That like are, sex in a canoe? Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't stop that one, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You know, I mean, okay, here's the deal. Like this is the part of me where I side with Republicans when it comes with like daddy daycare issues at the federal government. Yeah, less this restrictions. Is the one thing they're right about. Like stuff like this is such a waste of money. Just let people do and then punish if it's bad. And then, you know, the 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 it's it's it, it will self-regulate. Stuff like that will self-regulate. You know what doesn't self-regulate is corporate greed. Yeah. Like that's something actually spend money on it. Yeah. So right now there is and, and just keep this in beer and poly talk here. Um, there is a, uh, there's the Texas state legislation right now is in session. And for the first time they have a bill that is bipartisan, a bipartisan bill, um, to change the laws of, uh, beer producers in the state of Texas so they can sell packaged product out of their tap rooms without restriction. So right now, as it currently stands, you can only sell so so many barrels of beer through your tap room, whether it be packaged or draft. Um, but now, like with the proposed changes, they can sell whatever they want through their tap rooms, without any beer going to distribution at all. So, to your point, Frank, I I'm kind of on the on the fence about it. One, I'm lazy. I'd rather not have to drive across the, the city to pick up beer that I want to drink. I want that beer to be close to me. So I'm all for distribution, getting it out to me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm also not for shitty beer being sold. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> the normal, like, clear, level-headed thinking person would say, sure, let people sell their shitty beer from their tap room, and people will buy it, and then they will realize it's shitty, so they will stop drinking it. But then I'm reminded of places... <laughs> no, hold on. Make- so product quality, I agree with you. Yeah. If, 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 that is, if that is their kind of one of their areas of focus that I totally understand. i um, totally understand. It's, it's the absurdity of the additional requirements that they put on something that is marketed to, or should be only sold to people over the age of 21. Like, right. I should be able to put fuck on a beer if I want to. Oh like, yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, it's, if, if you don't want to be around the word, don't buy my beer. <laughs> you don't want to be, you, what, what, what would you buy a beer called taint trickle ale? And it was like a brown ale. With a hint of must. You know know the absurdity of this, Brian? You can sell vodka in a container that is shaped like an (laughs) AK-47. But you can't say the word fuck in a liquor store. Come on now. I can drink tequila out of a crystal skull. But, yeah. uh, Let's where 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 are the line? Like, how much of the evangelical church is in this department that we 
oh no no the ak is fine actually the ak and a bulletproof vest right next to it maybe a little schoolhouse i have an idea best marketing idea i think i've ever come up with we're gonna make a uh a a silver tequila okay Mm -hmm. we're gonna put it in a bottle it's gonna be a little controversial so bear with me here it's going to be a cross, and Jesus on a cross, okay? Okay. And it's going to be called Crystal Tequila. It's Ooh, I like it. It's going to look like Crystal, but it's going to say Christ. And uh, I, I think I don't have to say anything else. I mean, honestly, you pop the little Jesus head off, and that's where the pour spout is. Right. <laughs> you don't even have to go so graphic with it. You can just sell a, a, a range, right? You can sell Jesus as his own bottle. Okay. You can sell the cross as his own bottle. <laughs> you can sell Judas as your special in Yeho. Oh, I like that. That's the barrel age <laughs> one that, that turns on you. <laughs> and and the spike is that super rare, like it's the it's the white year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the spike is the white lightning. That's just the unaged whiskey. <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's go the opposite. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that would be priceless. I, you know what? That you line them up. There would like, be. There would. Is a, per- a perfect order of like. <laughs> you, you sell them. Supper. You, you sell them. Oh, maybe a loaf of bread is your. No. <laughs> the loaf of bread is what they're all stacked in. That's the the unique oh, gift the, box, yeah. and then the price. The for the price tag, it just says the ultimate, and that's what it is. The ultimate price. That's all it is. <laughs> On the back, on the back of everything, you just put blood of Christ, bro. Blood, go, go with Christ, go with Christ, body of Christ, body of Christ, body of Christ. <laughs> I, I think we might be onto something. Um, I think I can name at least a dozen people who'd buy that shit. It'd be great, yeah. body of Christ, bro. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's definitely go to hell idea, but that's uh, definitely a very, very creative marketing idea, Brian. I do agree with you. Thank we, you. We've done a number on those marketing <laughs> ideas. This is probably one of our most marketable marketing ideas. The one that's most likely to see the actual market. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. After AK-47 vodka failed, I'm not sure why anybody wouldn't try this. Yeah, there's no there's no limit. You're going to go down. You're going to be on a cruise ship in Mexico. You're going to stop at... Uh, you're gonna stop somewhere on the old Yucatan, and you're just going to see a body of Christ style tequila, and it's gonna be fantastic. Anyway, one hundred percent agave. Ooh, agave. <laughs> it's 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 shoehorning. I'm not actually 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 on the back. You might say one hundred percent agape. Agape. You know how there's that's a yeah. kind of love in Christianity. Yeah. yeah. The endless um, love is called agape. Agape. Mm. I'm trying to think. You know what? We'll figure it out. We're just gonna. We're. We'll. You know what? We're gonna backburner this idea. We're gonna parking lot it. We're gonna come back to it in a couple weeks. We're gonna let it simmer. We need, to, we need to ask. We need to ask Parker how he feels about this idea. No, because I feel like he's gonna have some valuable marketing input. And <laughs> since he's kind of the target market, we're definitely gonna want to try. We talk about Frank. There is no untargeted market with that with this idea i'm sorry have you have you breathed before then you clearly know the power (laughs) of jesus (laughs) have you ever sat through a boring a boring sunday service are you a ceo uh, christmas and easter only then you are gonna love this yeah that's a thing wow i just saw a magic hand come out and grab your phone that's crazy (laughs) anyway uh sorry frank's phone just disappeared out of his hands Right in front of my eyes. Um, the last thing I wanted to bring up 
in regard to uh, beer quality uh, is my little rant. You know, I usually am pretty solid about um, beer quality and uh, talking about beer reviews here on this cast. I'm usually pretty neutral. I try not to say shit that uh, is controversial at all. Um, but I got a rant here. <laughs> what are we rant? Are we ranting about beer? Um, well, I guess I don't want to spoil the rant before you rant. So rant, and I'll I'll, I'll understand. Okay, brute IPA. If you remember early on, uh, we were talking about the style and how there was a lot of local breweries making it, and I says to myself, I says, I says, uh, I want to try it. I just don't trust the people who are making it right now to make a quality product within the style. Okay. And some people online um, might have responded back like, oh, you need to give it a shot. You need to you need to try it. It's well worth it. And it's a great style. So I tried Stone's Brewed IPA. I said to myself, this shit is legit. It's very, very good. I like it. This is a style I can get along with. Went to Oklahoma, and I found that, oh, our people at Coop Ale Works, or as Troy calls it, Co-op Ale Works. In I always City. call it Co-op, too. You cannot fucking put two O's next to each other and expect, no, Chicken Coop, the only thing that can do it. <laughs> Get out of here. You're a beer. So, uh, Coop decided to make their ID series, which is just like, I guess, a rotating series that reflects the brewery's needs, wants, desires, and impulses. Well, oh my gosh! They, which is cool. I mean, a lot of breweries make this kind of this type of rotator series, and that's how you discover this, new styles. Is it a bomber? No, no, no. It was a four pack, twelve ounce can. And honestly, the only reason I bought it was because it was a four pack, twelve ounce can, and it was only eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine, something like that. At, okay. At uh, the cellar in Norman, and I was like, okay, so I'll give it a shot. It was cold stored the entire time, so okay, it's got all the makings of being something tasty. So I took it to um, a little event, a little get-together with my friends from Oklahoma. And uh, we were doing a beer pouring where we poured some really you know, good founders beers. And uh, a couple of the guys who listened to the cast, hey, what's up, Kevin, Jay, what's up? Uh, uh, y'all throw shit at Aaron because he doesn't listen. But anyway, um, a couple of the guys had interest in learning about new styles. So I was like, okay, I'll bring this new style. I hadn't tried it. Should have, because I could have told them, don't fucking drink this. It's not worth your goddamn time. And if this is your first uh, foray into a brute India pale ale, you're going to fucking hate it. It's not a good representation of the style. It's not a good representation of even a, a well-made beer. And it bums oh, me out. Yeah, it was not good. Um, so I'm drinking the last can of it tonight. This is actually the best of the cans that I've had. And it's because I decanted all the yeast and sediment off of it. Um, I did not pour that into my glass. I think that might have helped some flavor a bit. Um, but honestly, what comes out of this can in general is this like uh, moderately carbonated with no head retention, um, kind of a lifeless looking piss yellow beer that uh, has little to no... Uh, desirable aromatics. The flavors of it are muted and really like mushed down underneath kind of layers of 
weird malt and yeast <laughs> happenings. It is dry. I will say that it it's got the characteristics of a brewed IPA in that it does it's not overly sweet. Um, it's moderately uh, low in alcohol, five and a half percent, and I, I don't know. It just bums me out, and it's the perfect uh, it's the perfect description of why I didn't try this beer when it first came out in like from local breweries. And honestly, the reason why when there's new styles that come about, I don't try local breweries examples of those styles because I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like if I if I went off their style interpretations, I I would be completely turned off to most new beers. Now, I also understand it does take a while for people to dial in recipes, but then see my rant early, early on in this podcast of just don't fucking package that beer if it's not what you wanted it to taste like. You don't have to goddamn sell it. <laughs> you don't. Just fucking dump it and try it again. It's okay. Yeah, it might hurt, but it's going to help your brand a lot more if you don't put out a shitty beer. Guess what? This beer's pretty fucking shitty. Probably the last time that I'll pick up a new Coop beer. I'll still drink F5. It's great. Wonderful. Woohoo. But I'm not buying any new shit. Their last endeavor with their barrel aged beers, also not a big fan of it. I fucking uh, their wild wheat wine was really what? good. Yeah, uh, so wheat wine is just basically a barley wine with a majority wheat malt. It mm. was actually really good, but it was good because it was an accidental soured barrel aged beer. <laughs> like I don't think they meant to do it. If I honestly thought they meant like, to do did, it, how did it go sour? Uh, it just uh, it could have been the barrel that they aged the beer in. Uh, it could have been affected with any any wild uh, yeast strains. Mm. Um, but it was I, honestly really really good. Um, but I can tell that they probably didn't mean to do it that way because it was priced lower than their barrel aged stout, which tasted like I don't know Ranger Creek's Russian Imperial Stout that they aged in their own barrels. I I'm not a fan of that beer either. Uh, but it, just think of like low carbonation, stupid syrupy sweet, pretty boozy, but not in a fun, exciting way. I I might be sounding like a curmudgeon in this, but my 2019 resolution. Wow, big word. A curmudgeon. Well, it's a fu- it's a founder's beer, so I know there's some people who listen to this cast who know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but like my 2019 beer resolution this year, because I failed so miserably my fucking homebrew resolution last year. Uh, my 2019 beer resolution is that I actually like am honest uh, when I review beers in certain settings. There's certain settings you'll never fucking hear. You'll never hear a bad word out of my mouth in certain settings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in the industry, you can't bad talk any beer. But uh, well, it's... I just did for like 10 minutes. So. No, 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 no. Okay, that you distribute. Or yeah, that I. Yeah, you would and... never bad talk a beer that you distribute. That's honestly, sort of like the number one rule. And honestly, I don't. I don't tend to bad talk any beers that are sold locally either. Down here in mm-hmm. North Texas, there's not a whole lot of real talk. There's not a whole lot of bad beers sold down here in there's, Texas. There's not. So I think the only thing that we've ever, we've never really, there have been a couple of beers that we've absolutely hated. Um, really looking at that Madagascar vanilla, whatever the fuck that thing was from Southern Tier. Oh, you're talking about Crane Brulee and yeah. uh, Orange Fathom Creamsicle from Ballast yep. Point. Or so, very rarely do we bad talk a beer on this cast, but yeah. I think the most common gripe with beers nowadays is price value. Oh, shit. 
that is most most common issues that I find with beer. That's why when I had that KBS from Founders, yes. and he said that's a very very good beer. CBS, you're gonna enjoy it. I said that's the only expensive beer I've bought that I felt was worth it because ninety percent of them are not that good. Yeah. Um. So, and it's not that they're bad; they're just not good enough to offset that dollar price point. No. And and for me, KBS was one of those that like A CBS. You're talking. Want to make sorry, sure. CBS, yes. CBS, founder CBS. You you probably could have charged me forty dollars for that beer, and I would have been still thinking it's the best stout I've ever had. So fine. Yeah. Um. So it, that's the kind of experience you need to offer someone if you're going to charge them more than twenty bucks for a bomber, and too many people charge too much for not that experience. So yeah, I, and it's getting to the point now where four pack sixteen ounces are pushing up to twenty dollars for a four pack of beer. Mm. I. I, we're getting into remember early early on and i don't even think people can listen back this far into our cast but when parker brought up parker of all people brought up the price rationale that he had of if i go buy a four pack for ten dollars i'm more likely to buy that because then i could do the math that of like oh that's two dollars and fifty cents a pint i would go to a bar and if this bar this beer was on tap for 250 i would drink it all night like mm-hmm. that sort of math it's not wrong, and it's a pretty good way of thinking about something, of putting a value on a product that you're buying. But yeah, uh, uh, at, at four pack for twenty dollars, that's five dollars a pint. That's getting into what I would pay for beer at a bar at now, and I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. That's not a. That's not a value to me. And also, like, I'm. It's not a value. I'm not trying to have, so again, back to 512, uh, the bar scene down here is pretty well locked up with a couple of breweries that only sell to bars and restaurants. So if they have it, people drink it. The other beer just sits there. Yeah. Um, so if you're trying to compete with them on retail, which has a markup um, in the restaurant business that's more than retail in the liquor store, you're just you're trying to hog margin that isn't yours to begin with. You're probably going to piss off a lot of liquor store owners on top of that. Shit, yeah, you are. Like yeah. they're just not going to carry. So you're killing your own market, pricing yourselves out of the market for no reason other than you're you you think you deserve more money for your beer. Yeah, because and the 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 cost per pint is not is not offset the price. <laughs> like it's the the the. <clears throat> Price per pint is not that much higher for those twenty dollars four packs. It's just not. no, unless no. you're running and, and, some terrible scale on your brew house and your efficiency is off the charts bad. Then you're just and, running. But I, I don't think I don't. I think it's greediness, Brian. I think I don't think it comes to and a certain amount of it could be related to interest rates going up and the cost of capital for these breweries. A lot of them run on debt. A lot of them run on. Uh, lines of credit but if they're um, run correctly a lot of that stuff is adjustable so their costs are going up if they're running that correctly they're running on debt or you know running on credit for one to five years that's it but what happens is they start running they try to expand too quick exactly and that's what we saw Uh, actually uh, there's a news article that got published yesterday 
about Noble Ray Brewing in Dallas. Remember we went down to Noble Ray when uh, Jay fell asleep on that couch? <clears throat> this is uh, actually coming full circle here, Sex in a Canoe. Sex in a Canoe, yeah, exactly. Hey, look at that, Frank. Good call. Like Good call back. Beer drop. That rarely ever happens Jesus on this cast. Jesus Christ, man. That's beautiful, man. Only took us 200 episodes. <laughs> and rarely anyway, ever. Yeah, like... It, w- once in a blue moon. Eh, another beer reference. Anyway... You shock top me. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Anyway, so or you shocked my top. You, sh- you got to be schlitzing me right now. Uh, anyway, so uh, Noble Ray announced that they're actually filing for bankruptcy. Okay, be- not no surprise there. Just because it was. <laughs> yes. Also that, uh, but they've been trying to expand. They've been expanding the last three years and have not built any. Like they have not cleared any of the debt that they've <laughs> they've undertaken. They've just been. Yeah, building but I mean, more go, and go more. to any grocery store and look at the size of their displays. Well, it's not compared even compared to. Not even that. I mean, but think about how much, how much beer is just sitting there. Oh yeah, it's a ton of beer, and I mean that beer is already sold in their eyes, so they don't give a shit. That's the downside. Also, if we look at uh, the quality of their product, has not been what it was over the last few years, at least in my opinion, for what that's worth. Uh, the biggest issue that I see <laughs> that has affected me personally, remember last year when this little team called the Philadelphia Eagles played and Noble Ray put out a beer called Philly Sucks? And uh, it was a hot, it was a hot beer, right? Uh, except when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl and Noble Ray did a secret release of Phil- of Eagle Sucks or Eagles Tears uh, Goza that they did. Yep. So they're usually pretty hi- pretty hype on their uh, social media game. Okay, so they posted about it. I reached out to them directly. I was like, hey, when are y'all going to be, do y'all have any more cans of it left? My, you know, I have a coworker who went to the fucking Super Bowl. She was a diehard Eagles fan. Like born in Ray, born in Pennsylvania, her family's from up there. She's a diehard Eagles fan. I was gonna get her Eagles tears and just be like, and just you know, put a little tag on there, Eagle tears of joy, and it was gonna be a nice little gift. She would have enjoyed it, and the beer apparently was pretty good. I never got to try it because of what happened. So I reached out to them. I was like, hey, do y'all have any of the beer? They were like, yeah, we've got like two six packs left. I go, I want to buy both of those six packs. I go, when do y'all open Monday morning? Like, we'll be there at 11. At, they have a Dallas Farmer's Market uh, shop. I'm there at 10.50 or whatever. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. 11.30 comes by. Still, nobody's there at the Dallas Market. Dallas Farmer's Market, by the way, if you've ever been down there, it's uh, it's basically like a, a big building with a bunch of little shops inside. And Noble Ray has a tap room in there. It's pretty cool. Never got to try it because no one fucking showed up. Because at like twelve thirty, I was like, I have a job. I have to leave. I have to. I have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I'm messaging their social media people. I'm like, dude, I've been here for over an hour. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, y'all were supposed to be here at eleven. They were like, yeah, real sorry about that. It might have been twelve. Whatever it was, I was there for about an hour and forty minutes. Like at the end of the at the end of my time there, I did grab lunch. That was fun. Got a lot of good food down at Dallas Farmers Market, so go try that out. 
But like the the downside, like the 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 moral of the story is you're not there to sell your fucking product. So how the fuck do you think you're gonna stay in business? Wow. They, they run some jank ass tap room hours in like in the brewery district. Like okay, all right. So you want to do growlers to go? Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Your tap room hours on Friday are from five to ten or five to twelve, whatever it is. I was like, okay. What you what you might not know about Dallas is that that part of town on Friday basically closes at three o'clock. The design district, Frank, is, or the brewery district, is the same as the design district where you went and poured beer at that one art yeah, gallery. Yeah, no, I've, I, it's the, well, the, the design shops are busy Friday night, but it's normally events. It's events, it's and not, the people yeah. who work there who are they commuting, leave. they're fucking done at like noon on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So instead yeah, of designers don't really work, right? Like, yeah, no, they're fucking done. And the rest of the people, I mean, also it's me- a medical city is right across the the highway. So I mean, you got nurses and doctors who work some weird jank ass shifts. Here's the deal: nurses and doctors they want to drink beer too. Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, no, Brian, 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 Brian. What's up? My heart surgeon better not be drinking as much beer as I do. <laughs> I actually want him to. That way he knows kind of what he's getting himself into. He's like, ah, shit. You know what? Listen, man, don't judge. I, I, want, I want him to to open me up, look inside, and be like, you know what? We're going to... Uh, he licks his fingers, and he uh, he short circuits this tube to another tube. He's like, yeah, that'll that'll let him drink another two beers before he gets too intoxicated. That'll It'll be good. It's like a mechanic who looks at your car, and he's like, nope. He's a drag racer. I'm gonna give him a little. I'm gonna give him a little extra boost here by throwing this part in and and rewiring this piece. Sure, his windows might not roll down correctly, but he'll shave off another two tenths on the quarter. That's what I'm looking for in a heart surgeon. I want him to get me. You know, I just I really I'm more focused on the sveltness and the efficiency than I am about the function of the heart surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him to have very slender fingers. He can't have big yeah. sausage hands. I don't want those no, things. No, no. I don't want those big meat Listen, paws. Man, do, you, do you lift? <laughs> do you even lift, bro? <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, I might not want him to be so. I, I want. I might want him to be more delicate. You know what I mean? Ooh, Just, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't want maybe those. I, do you do clean and jerk, or do you do like? Uh, do Del- you do delicate lifts? says he spends more time in the uh, surgery hall or suite or whatever it's called theater. Yeah, theater, theater, theater. Because, because they are performers. <laughs> um, the surgery theater than uh, the gym, which might be that might actually be a better indication. Yeah, yeah. See, Frank, you don't want you don't want you don't want yeah. yoked and in shape. You might want that. The slender man who's listening I'm, to I'm classical sorry, music. I'm sorry, man. You're making me uncomfortable with the amount of time you're spending in the gym and not in the theater. <laughs> we talking about, bro? I did Murph today. All right, get out of here. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can Murph your ass out of this <laughs> fucking hospital. Oh shit! I had a coworker ask me this week. It's kind of unrelated. He asked me this week if I had a furniture dolly that he could borrow because he was getting a smoker. You know how handy those things are when you they're amazing. Don't- like when you have them, but when you don't have them, and then when you have them and you don't need them, they're actually just in the way. Mine's not. Mine's actually holding up my beer fridge right now. But oh, nice. Okay, fair enough. Because I need it off the ground because this beer fridge is about a hundred years old. I'm afraid it's going to okay. burn my carpet. Anyway, side the point. He tells me the reason he needs it is because he's getting a 200 pound smoker delivered to his house, and he wow. can't move it through the house himself. And I told him, "Pussy," and he didn't like that answer. <laughs> 
for whatever what did reason. He, say? he was like, well, seriously, how do I get it? I was like, well, what's your fucking plan? He was like, I was going to put it on a furniture dolly and then roll it into the house, assemble it because it's got rollers, and I was just going to roll it into the backyard. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is all in a box? Yeah, it's in a box on a, cr- on a pallet. So I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? And I go, just assemble it in they, the fucking... Sorry. No, back up. Yeah? UPS delivered a fucking pallet to his house? Yes, it was UPS large freight. I... I am. I'm they shook. Do this? They do. It shows up on an 18 wheeler. They <laughs> they take it. You're out shitting on a, me. No, they take it out on a pallet jack. And they down stack it into the front. Tell me this driveway. son of a bitch got free shipping too. I hope so. Hope to God he did. <laughs> Fucking, can you imagine paying weight and size on the goddamn 200 pound box from UPS? God, wow, that's uh, that is incredible. That's got to be one of the most absurd things I have ever heard. Uh, dude. They deliver pallets on UPS. So I know I know FedEx will do pallets too, but never to a house. Like yeah. I've never I, usually I a commercial like address. Commercial. Yeah. Yeah. We uh yeah, no. He he was working walking us through it. And I, I was just dumbfounded. I was like, why don't you just assemble the fucking thing in the front yard and just roll it through the house if that's your plan? And he looked at me like, That's crazy. Why would I assemble it in the front yard? I'm sorry, hold on. It's a 200 pound thing, yeah. Meaning each piece weighs. Well, no, it's like 120. It's like 120, 140 pound, like unit, and then the stand and everything else makes up the additional weight. Yeah, but okay. So let's let's generously say he on his own self can pick up 100 pounds of said object. Right. There's a heavier end. Right. Okay. I, my wife can lift 40 pounds. Uh, yeah. So. You tag team that thing through the house or through the side yard, better yet, less risk. If he has a side yard, unless he lives in a condo, he would have a side yard. Uh, they, well, remember it's Texas, North Texas. So some of, some of the subdivisions, he has an alley in his uh, house. So I'm assuming fit through the alley. Well, that was the other thing. He asked UPS large delivery. <laughs> he goes, I asked Marge if she could help yeah, me Marge out here. Like to the front door, bitch. Yeah. Marge <laughs> goes, we don't do alleys. <laughs> <laughs> he goes no doubt he's like all right i guess like, you look like a brisk young man they don't pay me enough for this shit yeah fuck you so yeah he's having this thing dropped off at his front door between the hours of uh 11 and 5 so get your shit asshole i don't know it's gonna be there with a six hour window you fucking figure it out but you better be there <laughs> he's like dude i can be there by myself and just have this big-ass box sitting on the front yard. I go, fuck it, man. Just leave it. I don't give a shit. Nobody's going to take it. And if they do, bravo. <laughs> Could you? Yeah, no you going to do? Are you going to stop them? Ima- yeah, someone brings a pallet jack out there to steal a package off your front lawn. Could you imagine? <laughs> okay. Best fucking Christmas idea ever. Okay. Find find a pallet. Uh, take Take a box. Now, you're going to have to be a little bit more creative than just, like, you're not going to buy a fucking grill just for the joke, right? So, you take some quick crete. Oh, Jesus. You make, you make a concrete square. Okay. <laughs> okay, you put that in a box. So, you shape it like the box, kind of, you know, because uh-huh. you can't put it in the box. It'll disintegrate. So, you shape it. Maybe put it in a, in a, in a mold. Shape the quick crete. Put that shit in the box, Right. Put a little fucking USB like Wii game or something in 
like on the top of the box, wrap the whole thing, like close the box, wrap the whole thing up, right? Put it on the front fucking driveway. (laughs) Just just fuck with your friend or your brother or whoever. It's like, oh yeah, no, if you go out front, your shit's going to be there. Um, preferably you have your own pallet jack and, <laughs> and just hang up like, oh my god this is huge and it's so heavy and da, da, da. they open the whole thing and it's just a block of fucking concrete with a wii game that's about that big <laughs> weighs about i don't know one two grams <laughs> so <laughs> so oh my god that would piss me off that, if you do it in know, the middle absolutely. if you do it in the driveway that way they're fucked they have to move it in order to get out of their goddamn house they're like oh son of a bitch uh you could take my neighbor's idea and just um put the quick crete leave it in the bag and just like fucking run a hose on it for a little while until the bag breaks down quick crete gets wet and then you have a solid quick crete wall you know that wall is actually coming together quite nicely you know my the wall that the guy's building down the road yeah you know the guy the the one the guy who lives outside the neighborhood who just stacked up bags of quickcrete as a retaining wall yep and just let it rain and uh the quickcrete's hardening well, the bags it, disintegrating it, 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 yeah okay so he had a broken sound bar oh yeah about eight months <laughs> his <laughs> wife was yelling down. at him the trees washing down the road harold she's like he's like god damn it woman <laughs> Just do you have any idea the fucking <laughs> flood barrier we have out front? We live on a fucking hill, Harold. <laughs> do uh, so it's it's wild that you bring that up because it. You remember when it rained? I guess it was like right before Thanksgiving or so. Yeah, we had all those real bad rains. Um, about fifty feet down the road, <laughs> down the hill from his uh-huh. his uh, homemade uh, barrier. The road flooded, like the creek flooded over the road. So, I mean, we're talking like about eight feet of standing water, mm-hmm. or I guess moving water. Uh, so, I I was looking into, at into that drainage pond back there. Yeah, uh, that that guy's little uh, retaining wall was trying to help water mm-hmm. flow out of his driveway and down into that creek. I was like, you know what, dipshit is looking pretty smart right now because his retaining wall is holding up strong. Meanwhile. Old neighbor boy, he can't even get out of his fucking driveway because there's about four feet of water in it. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. So I actually talked to my cousin who used to work for uh, the a city. I think City of Grand... A retaining wall company? City of Benbrook. No, he said that was, <laughs> that was a common practice, and it is common practice for a lot of city maintenance workers when they need to like basically create a quick wall to stop bad erosion. Like as a quick fix, they literally just dig out a flat spot and then stack quick creek bags up as high as they need to, and just hit it with a water hose every day. Let it dry, uh, get wet, and then dry. Let it get wet and then dry, and soon you have a fucking retaining wall. Once the bags like uh, basically wash away, it's wild. I don't understand how it works, but only in America, and it my looks friend. Good. Well, let's not say it looks good, okay? But it is an effective uh, solution for their problem. I mean, yeah, no, it actually, it looks fine. Yeah. It's not like when I say it doesn't, it doesn't look like, obviously the people who do like nice retaining I mean, it looks like bag, bags of stack quick rate. Yeah. 
<laughs> it, it looks like <laughs> someone took. It would be like if you said to yourself, "Hey, I wonder what it would be like to build a castle out of Tootsie Rolls." And you go, I got an idea. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's actually, that's a very good description. It doesn't look that bad until you put about a thousand of them together. <laughs> and then, oh, also, let's put some weight anywhere on that fucking thing. <laughs> we might have some the problems. Best idea, but okay. That's too funny. But you've seen the picture of uh, the guy who bought the um, like inflatable flood barrier. No. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> Uh, on the picture because he bought he bought this like right before one of the big like irma or one of the big storms yeah and i guarantee you his neighbors were like like why the fuck did harry go and buy this shit are you thinking about getting one for that that uh big ass culvert you have in the back of your house (laughs) no but i it's called the aqua barrier so you like fill the thing with water when you know there's gonna be a flood or something Or, or it has some like hyper um uh absorbing uh material in it that then fills it with water yeah but like here's the thing this guy clearly has i don't know probably four to six feet of water out by his house and he's got a little moat (laughs) <laughs> built around this mansion. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. there's some water coming in, but I, I, I'd have to imagine that's probably water that was already, already there, there from the rains, yeah. more so than water that like came in, because there's a lot of water outside of that. Uh, he has created like a, this little like island paradise in the oh, middle man. of this fucking mud river. <laughs> Holy but there's, shit. I mean, th- there there are lots of pictures like this from this company who Holy prides themselves shit. in building these flood containment systems. That's fucking amazing. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. No, Holy it's the latest shit. and greatest. I'm sure it's not cheap, but hell, it's better than building a new house. It says clear gutters and drains. Keep your drainage system clear to carry water away from your home. What a fucking shit. Uh, here's a, yeah, here's a better picture of one of those things. They made a fucking dam with this. Holy crap. Okay, well, Coffer dam. The ebooks library. What the fuck is that? Oh, you know that's how we're going to get the best material. Yeah. Well, okay. So, awesome. Yeah. That's flood barriers have come a long way. And it's oh, it's only 10 grand for this whole system. That Check whole system? That's, it's 10 grand. I bet that's less than flood insurance for the homeboy's house. I mean, you're still going to want that cuz it looks like they're pushing the limits here. But still. Check that picture out. Uh, you sent me a Google. Holy shit. That is dry land around their house. And they are in the middle of a fucking lake, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I I mean... So, I hey, be, yeah. Um, if you're in a flood-prone area and your house normally floods and you're not saving up for a $10,000 flood barrier that you can eventually you sell with the house, you're not doing life correctly. Dude. That's fucking amazing. I'm not sure where you store it though. Uh, that's gonna be tough. You gotta have an outdoor. Actually, no. It rolls up. It rolls up into it's like not... the flower bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. It's a. I don't know how much you need to surround a half acre house, but uh, yeah, that this the one the second one you sent me there looks extensive because it's like surrounding a shed. It's pretty big and everything. It's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty big. Uh, I would just do the main house. But... Yeah, I would just do. Oh, yeah. On my look, I would get real. I'd be like, "That's only four thousand dollars for like just this room." 
I just, you know what? I'll oh just make like a safe God. Brian? What? Look. What are you drinking? And then we'll look at this butt real quick. Oh, love that. Uh, I'm actually uh, about to drink. I finished up the uh, Coop ID5, and I'm about to drink uh, Balcones uh, Texas Single Malt Whiskey. I'm going to take myself a little pour of that. I liked nice. Blue. I liked Baby Blue a whole hell of a lot to the point where I think Baby Blue might be my birthday pickup for myself. A bottle of it. It was only like 35 bucks. I think it's worth it. Ooh. I think it's worth That's, it. You th- sorry. Did you say Balcones? Yeah. Balcones. Okay. Baby Blue. It's a corn whiskey that they make. Got it. Got it. Really good. Um. So the... You said something about butts. that I found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just another good segue for tonight's cast. The it, a story just popped up, and it's an oh, my God story. Okay. So you know how the the government's trying to, at the moment, pass the anti-lynching bill? Because apparently it's still not huh? totally illegal huh? to lynch people. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Good. They want to make lynching a federal crime. It's been a, how would I put it, frowned upon issue for quite some time. Frowned upon crime for quite yeah. some time. Yeah, yeah. But it's been on the back burner, amongst other things. Tax cuts needed to be passed. I don't know what, probably seventy times since this was introduced. Right. So, um, anyways, uh, okay, anti-lynching bill. I think we can all agree. We don't need to talk about groups of people. We just need to say no human can lynch another human. Right? Make it yeah. simple. Yeah. How about you just keep your fucking hands to yourself? Okay. <laughs> the evangelicals, apparently, there is a group of them. I don't know who they are. The Liberty Council. I can only imagine they speak for uh, all the evangelicals uh, out there. Yeah. Um, so they specifically want... So the the bill says justice for victims of lynching act. Okay. So Mm -hmm. their justice is the fact that we won't lynch people anymore. And uh, the evangelical church or sorry, let's be real. There is no such thing. It's a group of conglomerated wackos. Assholes. The Liberty council um, came forward and said, we really would prefer if you took the gays out of that one. So they want LGBTQ what? people not to be protected under this bill. <laughs> oh God! I don't think so you could do that. That, that is Paul. Where, oh my God! Came from. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do that, Paul. You got to fucking. But Paul, I know you hate him. I know you'd like to burn him at the stake because it says so in Job three. But <laughs> in Gob, Gob four point one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so it, uh, yeah, that 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 definitely shocked me. Um, was not was not down with the the headline there. It's I, I don't understand people sometimes. Well, I don't understand the evangelical church ever. Honestly. Yeah, people are fucking dumb, and some people are dumber than others. So, Brian, uh, speaking about dumb people, uh, next did door, you read? Oh, sorry. Did, well, we could talk about next door when Parker hops on. But did you read the? hunter that was on tinder and found the uh found a date and started boasting about the fact that she and this is shocking not only because she's boasting about hunting as a woman i guess there are there are females that are into hunting don't worry about it (laughs) Uh, i'm okay with that are you 
shocked me more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, I just don't know a lot of females that hunt. Like, most of the time, yeah. it's not a female sport, you know, similar okay. to the way that gymnastics isn't normally, or cheerleaders mm. are normally male. So when you meet one, you're like, uh, okay. They do exist, um, yeah. So, that's fine. They sell pink guns. I understand. It's a fucking bisexual sport, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, that's not the right use of that word. It's not the right <laughs> use of that word. I don't know. It's an all gender sport. It's an all gender sport. Okay. So it's great. a bisexual sport. <laughs> you do me, it's I do sport. you, yeah, we yeah, do us. So I don't know. Fucking whatever. The sport, the sport swings both ways. Um, so, irrespective of what kind of sport it is, it. Uh, so, this lady's an avid hunter. And then starts boasting on Tinder to her new date. I'm guessing they didn't go on a date yet. That she likes to poach deers. Or deer. Deer deer is already a plural word. Uh, She likes to post deer. Or poach deer. Mm -hmm. Um, So she, she like bragged about poaching and how often she goes and how many deer a year she gets and whatnot. Just take a wild guess at who or what the occupation was of the person that she was talking to. Oh, oh, I have no idea. I have many guesses, but none of them are going to be right. Please tell me. A fucking game warden. <laughs> there's like each each state has like twenty game wardens. Like she, there's not. It's not a common job. Okay, like the odds of you boasting is like, uh, yeah, straight to a game warden. So fucking rare. Um, <laughs> you feel unlucky, but you're also like, oh, you're poaching animals. Fuck you! Like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, well, that might be the fucking best. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. What do you do for a living? Son of a bitch. All right. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Did you, did you still want to do that date tomorrow? Yeah. No, I'd really that? prefer if you showed up uh, ready to go to jail. That'd be great. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, what if he shows up to the date? Everything goes well. With the check, he puts down his fucking badge. Yeah. Right? I'm going to get my own. And he's like, oh, that was a great dinner. Mm. And just goes silent and he goes, you've mm. poached your last deer. And then he. <laughs> He follows up with a little slow ride. Got to get easy. It's not how it goes. You know this to be true. (laughs) All right, Brian. Well, we've given lots of stall time for Andrew tonight. He's not joining. So I think you saying hunting as a bisexual sport might be the best thing that's ever been fucking said on this podcast. (laughs) Bisexual hunting. I fucking love that more. I'm gonna make like if we were if we were really emphatic about driving this podcast forward, we'd make shirts and shit. Hunting as a bisexual sport might be the best fucking shirt quote that we could have. I mean, I mean, if I, hunting had a sexual preference, it would be bisexual. Sure, I guess. I guess we could do that. We can uh, uh, confirm the sexual identity of sports and activities. That makes sense. We could do that. All right. Well, what else we can do is uh, a, a post to our social media pages, and uh, if you're so inclined. I ask you, the listener, to come check those out over at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to check out 
all of our uh, all of our all of our comings and goings over there. And if you feel the need to reach out to us and tell us how we're doing, tell us what beer or whiskey. I'm gonna throw that out there that we should be drinking. Let us know. Slide into them DMs over on Twitter and Instagram, or just uh, at mention us. You know, uh, Frank and I are both pretty active over on those two social media sites. Some more than others, but you know what? We're learning. Okay. Yeah. If you throw if you throw in a, a, a fuck racist, just be prepared to be reported. On a, you're going to suffer the same consequences. On a Pedialyte ad. By the way, my coworkers really enjoyed that story. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, my buddy got banned from Twitter for 12 hours for calling someone a fucking racist. They were like, oh, okay. On a Pedialyte ad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, that'll happen every time. Anyway, uh, so, and if you've made it this far, we thank you very much for listening. We encourage you, if you haven't already done it, please go over to uh, iTunes, leave us a quick review, five stars only, and uh, let us know how we're doing so other people can find out about us. You can check us out over, when you're telling friends, just a little quick plug for them. You know, you can find Nobody Left Behind over on Spotify while you're listening to them badass tunes. Uh, maybe pop on Nobody Left Behind on Spotify. It'll be good. It'll be fine. Um, so, for Brian, here in North Texas, Drizzity Drankin, the rest of my Texas single malt from Balcones, which I'm going to be honest with you, Frank, quick review as I walk away here. Swift single malt from uh, Dripping Springs. I prefer it to Balcones. Not going to lie. You prefer Swift? Yeah. that's. I mean, it's okay. saying a lot because it's about a $40 difference in a bottle, too. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, so for Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I'm out. Uh, yeah, Swift is like small batch handmade. That's the only reason it's 70. I think it's going to come down on price here pretty soon. Wait, um, no, no, no. I don't want to, I don't want to get it twisted. Swift is underpriced from Balcones. Balcones is about $70 a bottle. Swift is about 30, 40. Oh, it's four, oh, okay. Maybe it already came down. Cause when we, when I bought Swift first, it was like, 48 and 58 depending on what you bought yeah no the swift single malt up here is 30 something sweet yeah, yeah the dude makes it in a copper still out here in in Ripping. his it's in tiny, his garage tiny place yeah him and his tiny. wife literally hand label shit yep it's great so absolutely man. if you can get swift anywhere near you it's good 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 stuff but good get, get the nicer one it is significantly smoother i found um, but whatever, it's it's good whiskey. Um, Brian did forget uh, we did get a new sponsor, Doctor Teal's Epsom Salts, um, the only ones on the market. I'm out. 